the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Folks, welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to listen to a man of grace, sophistication, integrity, and whimsy? Well, so are we. But until such a man shows up, please welcome Eric Metaxas. I want to um, explore the idea, which I, I, I do on my radio program and when I give speeches, but it seems to me uh, that what happened on October 7th is only the most recent and the most brutal of a series of horrible things that we have seen uh, in, in public life in, let's say, the last three or so years. In other words, we seem to be uh, witnessing manifestations of various kinds of evil on a level that, that we haven't seen in our, in our lifetimes in America. This is why I'm angry at liberals. Liberals know this is nonsense, and they vote for the left. Yeah. The left votes its values, conservatives vote their values, but the liberals don't vote their values. If liberals voted their values, they'd vote Republican, and the country would have no problems comparable to what we have. But they vote for people. So if you tell any of your liberal, not leftist, relatives or friends, any of this stuff, you know, the Oregon Education Department said that uh, one right answer in math is, is uh, racist, is, is white supremacist. Uh, or if you say men, you know, they, they say men menstruate, I know exactly what they will say to you. That is, it's some crackpot extreme. It does, you know, nobody really takes that seriously. And that's how they, they don't confront the evil that the left is. Nobody takes that seriously. And that's the end of the issue for them. And they'll continue to vote for them. That is why I don't think anything will change, even among Jewish liberals. They will still vote Democrat. I know these people. I mean, they're in my extended family. I thank God my wife and my kids are on board with my values. A word about that, if I may, because this is one of my passions, is the infinitely greater importance of values and love than blood. So this is a passion of mine. That's why I'm I'm talking about this. So I have two sons. One is biologic. One is adopted. So it's it's sort of a joke if people ever ask me, so which one of your sons uh, is is adopted, which is biological? I always have an answer. See, I'm sorry I forgot. That's my standard answer because it means nothing to me. Absolutely nothing. And I'll prove it to you. So I have done on my radio show, having a radio show is a gift that... I never knew what a gift it would be. I get to talk to more people of more backgrounds as doing, a, doing a talk show than anyone not doing a talk show is ever capable of having as a gift in their life. 
So I hear things that I would never have heard. So when I talk about the insignificance of blood, I got a call from a guy, uh, and he said, Dennis, I agree with you on virtually everything. I got to explain to you why I don't agree with you on this. My parents are Holocaust survivors, and they lost all of their, the Nazis killed their entire family, their grandparents, their parents, their siblings. I am the only blood relative they have. Do you understand why blood might be important to some people? Sounds pretty compelling, right? So I said to him, so I'd like you to do a test. After you hang up with me, call your parents and say, mom and dad, I'm just curious. What would you prefer, a blood child who didn't give a damn about Judaism or being being a Jew? or an adopted child who continued the Jewish tradition and and identified as a Jew. Then there was silence. My favorite time on radio is when there was silence. I never interrupt it. I don't care if people tune out, but I will wait for some reaction. And finally he goes, you're right. I am not interested, this is the way I put it, I have no interest in whether or not I perpetuate my seed I'm only interested in perpetuating my values. That is why my heart breaks for people with good Judeo-Christian conservative values who have a kid who has contempt for those values. My heart breaks for these people, and they are the norm in conservative life. Very few parents, all their kids have kept their values because the parents sent their kids to college. And that's when they got back a worse human being than they sent to college. I know you were uh, born in Brooklyn, uh, but I I want you to answer briefly because I don't want to get into it. But just briefly, how did you come to have the values that you do? Were you raised by parents uh, with those with those values? How did that? My parents uh, were as perplexed as how I showed up as you are. Okay. My father, my father, who was an Orthodox Jew, my mother an Orthodox Jew, uh, they were remarkable human beings. My, uh, so just let me tell you, I'll give you one story about, you'll now know my father with this one story. My apologies to my wife, who has heard this more than 207 times. But it, it, is, it is precious. I love telling it. So my dad, th- this is really powerful. And it's a a part of the way of answer, and then there's a part that I give another answer. So my father was already uh, a a married man with a child and was therefore not draftable, given his age and and those two statuses. But he uh, enlisted in the Navy for World War II, and he told everyone why. Some kid, some Gentile kid in Idaho is going to fight Hitler, and this Jew is going to stay home with his wife and baby? And that's why he enlisted. Wow. That's, that, yes, he is a remarkable man. And now the character. I am the son of a character. I have a son who's a character and a grandson who's a character. It, it does go in the family. So anyway, so my father, Orthodox Jew, checks with his rabbis, what can he violate in Jewish law s- serving in the armed forces? And the guy says, what, whatever you have to do in time of war, like kosher and the Sabbath are suspended. 
You have to fight. You have to save your life, the life of your comrades. So the first day on ship, he's an officer on a ship, they serve bacon. <laughs> My father had not eaten bacon in his life, ever, not once, not tasted it, nothing. And he falls in love with it. <laughs> My father has bacon for two and a half years. Every morning. Oh my gosh. The bombs are dropped on Japan. The war ends. The Navy and the whole country are going crazy celebrating the end of the war. And this is my father to me. Dennis, they're all celebrating, and all I could think is no more bacon. That you now know my father. Truly, you truly, truly do. And anyway, the, the answer, I don't know how I showed up, and I'm not kidding. I don't know how anyone does. I ask uh, people that I consider exceptional, and, uh, and I, I think I'm exceptional, and there is no arrogance in that at all. Uh, if you disagree with me, then I'm a fool or an arrogant fool, but it doesn't matter. I, I, I have a completely objective view of myself uh, to the best of my knowledge, both good and bad. If you want my bad habits, I could tell you those too. I'm the laziest person. I, I, I live the life of a sloth if I could. So I've taken on a million projects to undo my slothness. But anyway, it doesn't matter. So my father, so I have come out to realize there is no explaining. Can you, I read your magnificent book, is Bonhoeffer explainable by his parents? They were, were wonderful people, but I don't, I don't know if he was. And uh, you, you, my father actually, because I did no homework through high school, which in a Jewish home is equivalent to robbing a bank. <laughs> and and uh, my father said to me that my father talked to God every night. He loved God. I have trouble loving God, but my father loved God. And uh, he, he would say, God, what did you give me? I don't understand him. Uh, and and there, is, there is ultimately, I don't know, are you the product of your parents fully? You've got to be humble about parenting. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I am proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, veterans, and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash metaxas, patriotmobile.com slash metaxas, or call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code metaxas. Join me. Make the switch today. That's patriotmobile.com slash Metaxas. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. 
In a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time anytime. You'll see transparent pricing on each coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. This new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. You're going to love this free new tool they've added, Legacy pminvestments.com legacypminvestments.com check it out hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Half of what our kids turn out is us and half is luck. Bad luck or good luck. There are terrific people with crappy kids crappy people with terrific kids. Don't take too much credit if your kid is terrific, and don't take too much blame if your kid is an a-hole. That is the way it works in life. I don't know where I'm the product of. I thought differently from, I wrote in my journal, I kept a journal in high school, my junior year, and this, I'll end, but it was a big question. I wrote, I know exactly what I want to do with my life. This is a junior in high school. I want to influence people to the good. And I have not wavered since my third year in high school. Most juniors in high school don't write that. that I mean, I that is actually, that is, that is amazing. And the reason I asked you the question, I really was not looking for such a long-winded philosophical answer. <laughs> I... I simply wanted to know whether your, your parents uh, attempted to inculcate in you some of the values that you have now. Is it your sense that they did? Oh, or? yeah. Well, the, yes. They, they were... They, the sense that you had to do the right thing. Yeah. Dennis, you got to leave a big tip. And, yes, my father drummed it into me. And he said the reason was very simple. That money means a lot more to them than to you. And it has never left me. I mean, there's just, there, there are so many examples. My mother treated the electrician and the plumber who came into the house no differently than if they were royalty from London. The, she made them meals. You understand? <laughs> the plumber got a meal when he came to the house. And I remember saying to my mother once, Ma, 
why don't you treat me as well as you treat the plumber? <laughs> well, you... Um, okay. Uh, in the interest of time, we, I just want to... Uh, I, I want to... I don't want to uh, leave the question of Israel and anti-Semitism, uh, but, but let's, let's attack it from a different angle. It seems to me that some uh, presidential administrations are openly uh, pro-Israel and others, Obama and the current administration, seem not to be. What is your sense of the current administration? And of course, that's always difficult to answer because we actually don't know who is running the country. We don't know uh, that Biden... I, I don't have any actual sense that Biden is running the country or what's going on. But, but they have had a difficult time because they've been attacked by the anti-Semitic left for being slightly pro-Israel. So we have a pincer movement against the West and against the Jews and, and therefore against Israel. The left, the worldwide left, and the, much of the Islamic world. It's a very big chunk of humanity, the, the, those two. And that is that. that who, who makes up these demonstrations to uh, to obliterate Israel? The left and the Islamists. Not every Muslim. That's why I say Islamist. But that's that's who. And all, all these liberals who, as usual, felt good about themselves, saying, "Oh, let's bring in millions to Europe and the United States from the Middle East." I wrote. It's on. It's on the internet. My column that week was: people bring their values with them. They may not bring their clothing, they may not bring any money, but they do bring their values, and a lot of them hate our civilization. And I was right, and I, it wasn't even hard to be right. I don't know why it wasn't hard to be wrong. You think they're the same as us? Is that what you think? But do you know how many people are fools? And fools do the damage in the world. Fool, fools are, there are so many more fools than there are pure evil people. There are very few very few purely evil people. But fools are just as dangerous. And uh, I, Thank look, you for not mentioning the president. Okay, the president, the president, okay, the president is a fool, and I think he's somewhat bad. But it doesn't matter. Who is running the country interests people interested in politics? I have no interest in politics. I have to be because I care about my country, but it, I, it's the, the last area of my, my passion. Who is going to win the Virginia 6th District? I just don't know. I don't think about it. It's important. I don't claim that as a virtue. I'm just telling you, I don't care. But, but the answer with regard to Biden is it's irrelevant. Whether it's Obama behind the scenes or, or uh, it is somebody else, it's the left. If, God forbid, I don't wish it upon him, if he dropped dead tomorrow, nothing would change. Nothing Every leftist is bad for America. End of issue. And therefore the Democratic Party is bad for America because the left owns that party. That's it. That's all you need to know. Um, it strikes me as fortuitous that not Netanyahu is back and that he is uh, the head of Israel for such a time as this, um, do you do you think that he will um, carry on uh, with with what he said in in wiping out Hamas, which seems absolutely necessary, or do you think that he is uh, listening to some of the voices uh, 
in the Biden administration and from others around the world that they need not to do that or somehow to broker some kind of a ceasefire. I'm not sure, you know, what people are saying, but what's your sense of where he well, stands? Well, it's a very big dilemma because if, if they don't get uh, weaponry from the United States, they run out of weapons. It's, it's, they, it's just, that's just the way it is. And it's, it, it's, it's a tragedy, and I have no answer to that question. With regard to Netanyahu, uh, I, I think any Israeli leader would want to wipe out Hamas, e- even the, the leaders in, in the liberal opposition. I, it, I, I don't have... I don't so have, the, the liberals in, in Israel, Israel, in Israel have, have, have some they, common they, sense... Oh, oh, totally. There, there's no, almost no comparison. Yeah. The, the far left in Israel is analogous to the far left here, but they're so minimal in influence that it, it is a non-issue. They just dislike Netanyahu personally, but, but uh, th- their values are, are virtually identical. Uh, it, it, the, the, the patriotism of the, of the Israeli liberal f- who will cry while singing Hatikva, the Israeli national anthem, uh, and, and, uh, and will... You've, if you've ever been to Israel on its Memorial Day, I have. Uh, and what, I which was, day? What, what, what? It's, it's, it's the day, I believe it's the day before Independence Day. And, and so it's Memorial Day and Yom HaZikaron, the Day of Remembrance. And what happens, I think at noon, but I don't remember the hour, maybe, maybe a different hour of the day, sirens go off all through Israel, all traffic stops on the busiest freeways and highways. I have the chills as I tell you this because it's something to see. Everyone gets out of their car. I, I could cry. It's, it is so powerful. And stands by their car for a minute or whatever the length of time. The country comes to a standstill. Israel is a, a nation of Israel lovers. You have to be almost uh, uh, the, so far left as to be inconsequential. You will get out of your car, and you will stand. And the next day you will sing the, the Israeli national anthem, and you will send your kid. There, there, there may be conscientious objectors in Israel. I never heard of one. It, it is a matter of course. My child will serve in the IDF. There are no Israeli Quakers. <laughs> That's right, to the best of my knowledge. That's okay. correct. Okay. Are you familiar, Ben Stein wrote a book that came out recently about Nixon. I interviewed him on my program about it, and he talks about something I hadn't heard about, Nixon's uh, very, very decisive, bold move in 1973 in helping Israel. I hadn't heard about that. Against Kissinger. Kissinger. Against Kissinger. I I met Kissinger, not a big fan, but the point is that... uh, it really is, it was fascinating to me to hear of Nixon taking that, speaking of Quakers in Israel, uh, of taking a, such a bold stand against the advice not just of Kissinger but of others. Um, fascinating to hear about that, but then also fascinating to think that I'd never heard about this before, hmm. that the story of Nixon being, you know, like a Cyrus. I mean, we hear about Truman, but we don't hear. Well, well it's funny, Jews know it. As it happens, uh, the story that's uh, I don't think it's because I have extraordinary knowledge of, of the events, but it, it is 
fairly widely known, maybe not to the next generation, but the next generation, Jews and non-Jews, know, know almost nothing about anything. They, they know preferred pronouns. That's what they know. No, it's, it's, it's pathetic. Uh, but uh, certainly uh, middle-aged and older generation of Jews know uh, it, it, was a, it was a very famous comment, I think, of Moshe Dayan, the, the, the famous minister of defense, the one with the patch, because one of his eyes had been shot out uh, in a previous uh, war. And he said, the, the, the weapons we get from uh, America in the morning we use in the evening. And, and that, those, were, those were sent by Nixon and Kissinger. So you have here the, the Jew Kissinger saying, don't send because it'll be better if no one wins this war. That was his position. Wow. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful at lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Just the other night, I was asked that question. Well, the owners of Relief Factor tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and I agree with them. And the doctors who formulated Relief Factor for them selected the four best ingredients, yes, 100% drug-free ingredients, and each one of them helps your body deal with inflammation. Each of the four ingredients deals with inflammation from a different metabolic pathway. That's the point. So approaching from four different angles may be why so many people find such wonderful relief. If you've got back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start discounted to only $19.95 to see if it'll work for you. It has worked for about 70% of the half a million people who've tried it and have ordered more. I'm one of them. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. Hey, this is Eric Metaxas. For years, I've told you about Nutramedics, a professional supplement brand trusted by doctors since 1993. Nutramedics offers a variety of health bundles. Whether you want to support your immune system, improve your sleep, promote joint comfort or detoxification support, Nutramedics has a health bundle right for you. The best part about Nutramedics, every year they donate a minimum of 50% of their profits to Christian charities and missions. That's right, 50% of their profits. Nutramedics has a goal of surpassing 100 million in giving by 2030. Many of you take supplements already. Switch to Nutramedics. It's the highest quality and they donate 50% of their profits. Get 15% off by using the code ERIC during checkout. Go to Nutramedics.com and search health bundles. Support your health while helping others in need. Go to Nutramedics. That's N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com. Nutramedics.com. Use the code ERIC for 15% off. Again, Nutramedics, N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com. Nutramedics.com. Use the code ERIC for 15% off. Listening to a special Socrates in the City presentation with my friend Dennis Prager. This this deep rot is 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 very old. We now have hundreds of CIA and, and others uh, and, and State Department people writing letters uh, against supporting Israel. It, it's that depresses me because you have to understand I've had a lifelong love affair with America, so. It's very hard for me to get disappointed in human beings because I don't think much of the human race. Uh, I don't. That's why I love great people, wonderful people, because they're so lovable. They're so exceptional. But I don't expect much from humans. And that's why, personally, I've not been disappointed almost ever. Because it's really, it's hard to disappoint me. I have to really love you to get disappointed. 
I've really loved America, which means Americans, not just America, the idea. And, and then to see the, the rot that uh, fills the CIA and FBI that 51 liars wrote uh, from all of our uh, intelligence agencies, that the Biden laptop w- was Russian disinformation. And I think, I really do, it's an, I believe it's a rare moment of my being naive, but I do ask, how did such a great country produce so many miserable human beings? It, it, doesn't it take an effort to be a schmuck as an American? I mean, it, I think Well, now, Dennis, you, you know and I know that it is, it is not most Americans. It is the elites. It's, it's the folks that are in the Ivy League. It's the folks that are foggy bottom. It's yeah. the folks that are the, 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 the cultural elites in D.C. Those people, I mean, to You're get right. back to... You're right. You remember the famous Buckley quote where he said, you know, I'd rather be governed by the first 300 names right. in the Boston phone book right. than by the faculty of Harvard College, right? Right. And, and the reason he said that is because he knew, as we know, that uh, your average Joe is forced to have common sense, forced to pay bills, forced to raise kids, forced to live in what we call reality and forced to deal with reality and have common sense values. But if you're in an ideological bubble, as the cultural elites can afford to be, uh, if you're a community organizer, uh, if you're on the faculty of some college, you can live in that bubble. And, and most of the people um, that do things like, you know, sign letters saying the Hunter li- uh, Biden laptop, you know, is, is Russian dis- disinformation, they're not your average mensch from Brooklyn or Queens, since you and I are from Brooklyn and Queens. That, that, that's not who that is. And so uh, we're really at war with these ideologues who uh, are, are the cultural elites. And, of course, I think that's, the, the, that, that's been the great appeal of Trump for, for, for working people, is that he's, he's not of that ilk, you know, even though he went to Wharton. No, you're 100% right. The, the problem I'm just is, trying to cheer you up. Well, it, it, most okay. Americans, no, no, no. That, most that, Americans yes. are not like Anthony you're, you're Blinken. Right. You're, you're right. That's a very, very f- a valid response to what I said. The, the only thing I would add is not a counter. I accept what you said. It's a very important thing that I have to remember. The problem, and this is not going back on, uh, to what I said earlier. This is a new, new statement. The problem is, since I'm preoccupied with good and evil, and always have been, evil is not committed generally by the rank-and-file Joe from Brooklyn or Joe from Moscow. It's committed by the elites. Uh, A very tiny percentage of Russians were in the Communist Party. Hmm. Most Germans were not in the Nazi Party. It doesn't take everybody to be right. bad right. for a country to turn evil. That's the problem. Right. Well, we've just got maybe 10 minutes left here, so I just want to ask you, um, y- you uh, seem to say, and, and I agree with you, that the existence of Israel, uh, the existence of Jews in the world, uh, is God's design. This is not just, it's not just some, you know, uh, it's not some story, or it's not some part of history. God's hand in history uh, led to uh, the creation of the Jews originally as a people, to their preservation through the centuries, uh, to the creation of national Israel. So you have to have some sense that 
it's not a crapshoot that somehow God's hand is involved in the future uh, of Israel and the Jews. So how do you see that? What's your eschatology? Yes, I see that. I wrote that in a column a few weeks ago. It confirms my belief, which didn't need confirmation. I do believe in Jewish chosenness. If I didn't believe in it, I would not have raised my children to be Jews. Because raising, if you raise your children to be Jews, you are risking their or your grandchildren suffering because they're Jews. In that sense, Abraham and Isaac is reenacted in every Jewish generation. And so there's a, there is one huge problem in what you said, not with what, with what you said. It's 100% accurate. And the, that evil focus on the Jews is, reconfirms for me the divine role yes. of the Jews yes. in history, yes. even though most Jews don't right. believe it. It doesn't right. matter. God operates with the Jews whether the Jews want to be operated on or not. But uh, the, the Jews are, are Jonah. Jonah, I tell Jews all the time, we are living Jonah. Jonah was told, go to Nineveh by God. Go to Nineveh and tell them to repent. And he went on a ship to escape God's mission. Most Jews are Jonah. They want to escape God's mission. Most Christians want to escape God's mission. This, this, this is not unique to Jews, but I'm, I'm speaking as a Jew about Jews. Many church leaders don't seem to realize or understand that cultural Marxism has infiltrated the American church. I believe Marxism is satanic, it's demonic, it's everything that John 10.10 tells us about, where it's the enemy has come to steal and destroy, and Jesus has come to give life and life more abundantly. This is the hour of the American church. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code ERIC and you get free shipping for the entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more to get the best specials ever. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code ERIC, Again, MyPillow.com. Use promo code ERIC. Remember, you get free shipping on your entire order. You can call 800-978-3057, 800-978-3057. Use promo code ERIC. Most Jews are Jonah. They want to escape God's mission. The reason that... That isn't the whole story for me, is the suffering that Jews have to endure 
because of their divine role. In, in, uh, in Fiddler on the Roof, the, the Jewish protagonist, Tevye the Milkman, looks up at God at one point and goes, why don't you choose somebody else for a change? <laughs> Almost every Jew has thought that. You know, God, we've suffered for chosenness really bad. There are some groups that are very bored. Give them a chance. It's really exciting to be a Jew, but we'd rather lead a boring, boring life and, and not be put in gas chambers or, or have families burned alive by Hamas. So that's why I never am consoled by people who say, well, you know, in the long run, good always triumphs. Yeah, the problem is people suffer in the short run. Right. So that's why it's not a consolation to me. What, what do you make of the fact that, uh, at least my, my sense is that the most devout Christians, uh, evangelical Christians in particular, but the most devout Christians seem to be the most pro-Jewish and pro-Israel. Um, that's, that, I'm sure that's not lost on you. What do you make of it? Oh, I... I it, I, I was the keynote speaker at many Kufi uh, annual events, Christians United for Israel, the largest Christian group. I spoke at Pastor Hagee's church in San Antonio on a number of occasions. I've been to Knights to Honor Israel at churches around the country. So I know of this, and it's really funny. You know, I was attacked by some lefty. It, I loved it. It was really awesome. Prager, he's a Christian lover. Which is true. I am a Christian lover. I, I'm an American Christian lover. Europe, Europe's Christians are a very mixed bag. But, but no, no, that's a very important thing, and I make that point to, to American Jews. Don't saddle America's Christians with the sins of Europe's Christians. That, that's just, it's, it's, it's ahistorical and it's immoral. Uh, so, you know, they, oh, oh, so, oh, well, they only support uh, Israel because... It'll hasten uh, Jesus' second coming, which they made, they made this up. <laughs> these people who know, you, you know what I do with these people? I say, God, you know so much about Christian theology. I'm really impressed. Name the four Gospels. <laughs> and that ends the discussion. Yeah. They can't. They can't. So it, it, it's... But that's what they do. They go, oh, the only reason. So, by the way, I say, to, I say to Jews who say this, okay, let's say it's true. The only reason that Christians are supporting Israel and the Jews is to hasten the second coming of Christ. Why are you troubled by that? You don't think he's coming again. That means they'll, keep, they'll, they'll help us forever. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Did we capture that? That's good. Um, yeah, I'm, it, it's insane. I think we're, we're practically out of time, Dennis, and it's really l- lamentable because uh, you are so much fun uh, to talk to, to listen to, uh, and I'm not a big listener. Ask my wife. Uh, uh, it just means... Every wife thinks that. Yeah. A word about that. <laughs> I want to say on behalf of every husband here... I do a male-female hour every week, so let me say, your husband always listens. He never remembers. 
It's very important. So don't say you don't listen. Yeah. Accurate is you don't remember. Oh. That's correct. Okay. All men right. remember batting averages. That's what men remember. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that true? Honus, it's, a, it's amazing. Honus Wagner, 406. <laughs> huh? <laughs> that was um, great. Pretty good. Yeah. There isn't one woman here who heard of Otis Wagner. I know. There isn't one man here who didn't hear of Otis Wagner. <laughs> Honus Wagner, ladies and gentlemen. Precedes um, both of us by many years. We're going to get him in a Socrates in the studio. Because Good. he's not as well known. We can't draw that kind of a crowd for Honus. But, um, okay, so uh, just closing thoughts, because we, we really, unfortunately, we do have to go. Uh, we will be up here uh, to sign books. There, there are books there. And actually, let me mention this before we end. Um, if you buy both of Dennis's books, the bookseller has told me, you will get a free hardcover copy of uh, one of my two books that are there. So as an incentive, wow. you, get, you, get two hardco- you get two paperbacks by Dennis, you get a, a, a signed hardcover from me as an incentive. So the books are there. By the way, one of my done. books are here. Is my Bible commentary here? I don't believe this, so. Oh, too bad. Okay, uh, so just let me say, forgive yeah, me. Go. No, I, I never push my books, but the, the, nobody writes a commentary on Deuteronomy to make money. So I, I okay, <laughs> but I, I want to tell you uh, this incredibly difficult task of explaining virtually every verse of the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, is my legacy because. I believe the Torah is the antidote to evil. And uh, no Torah, no Old Testament, no Torah, no New Testament, no Torah, no Judaism, no Torah, no Christianity. The Torah is is where it's at. From the Garden of Eden to the Ten Commandments to to, uh, the Exodus, uh, to loving God, to loving your neighbor. So I I ask you to get uh, my volumes of the, it's called the Rational Bible because I use reason to explain uh, everything. Okay. I, uh, so, so then you're not a ranting Pentecostal. Is yeah. that I just want to be clear. I'm not a ranting. You rant, actually uh, use reason. He, only, only, God gave us reason. It's the gift, you know. I'm, well, I'm a rational Pentecostal, but we don't have time to get into that. that um, no, no, that may be one of the many reasons we're so close. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Are you still the same? Don't you realize the things we did, we did? We're Before we go, uh, just some final thoughts on really, um, uh, you know, what it means to be a Jew. That's really what I want you to... Well, different Jews will give you different answers, but I am a Jew who believes in, 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 in divine chosenness. I, I believe in, in the traditional beliefs. I believe that the Torah is from God. I believe that God gave Moses the Ten Commandments, etc. I believe uh, in, in the great stories of the Bible. I believe God split the sea, etc., uh, etc. Et so for... You, you look, you're uh, not being cute. You, 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 you know that that is historical, that that is true. I don't that, know it. That, that I believe God, it. That, that no, is, I'm, I'm oh, very, I'm very oh, careful. Oh, you believe it? Yes. 
I don't know God split the sea. I don't know God gave Moses the Ten Commandments. I would bet everything on it, but I don't know it. If God didn't give Moses the Ten Commandments, if God is not the ultimate author whenever it was written, then I have really led, a, uh, in some ways, an, an utterly irrational life. Maybe a good life, but, but certainly not one filled, filled with reason. But, so what does it mean to be, to be a Jew? It, it, is, it is tragically a reenactment of the truism at the Passover Seder, a 2,000-year-old, if not older, phrase is said, in every generation someone arises to annihilate us. And it's unbelievable. One would have thought after the Holocaust there will be a long time before that happens again. And now we have Iran and, and its uh, vassals in, in Hezbollah and, 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 and the left who supports, who supports these people. So, in a sense, that could have been your first question. To be a Jew right now, to be a believing Jew right now, is, is to see Jewish history unfold once again. And it's often dark. I get a great comfort from people like Eric, who's a fighter for, for me, for the Jews, for America, for Christianity. I get great comfort from the individuals who are good. The motto of my life is not mine, it's taken from Viktor Frankl. The Jew, a secular Jew, his whole family or much of his family were wiped out by the Nazis. He was an Austrian psychoanalyst. He wrote the book that most influenced me after the Bible, Man's Search for Meaning. He was asked after the war, do you hate the German race? That's the way they determined the question. And his answer was no. There were only two races, the decent and the indecent. That's the motto of my life. I don't divide the world in any other way. I'm much closer to a decent non-Jew than to an indecent Jew. I assume everyone here is more close to an indecent non-Christian than to a decent non-Christian. To me, <laughs> I know that. I'm the recipient of, of tremendous love from Christians. And they, yes, many are praying for me to come to Christ. And by the way, I, I know it comes from a good place. There, there's, it's, it's a non-issue to me that you do. But that's not the reason you're here tonight. You're not here to have a, a communal prayer that I come to Christ. You're here because you like me. Because you, you think I have something important to say. And, and here I am a Jew. Just as I think the same thing about you. See, you do divide the world like I do between the decent and the indecent. Why do I hate the left? Because they've taught three generations of Americans not to divide people between the decent and the indecent but between black and white, and between gay and straight, and between rich and poor, and between oppressed and oppressor, and between colonializer and colonialized. That's why they, they hate Israel. Not because it's indecent. It is infinitely more decent than its scummy enemies. They don't give a damn on the, on the left about decency. It is of no consideration any more than Beethoven's third. Thank you. Yes. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.